Hi everyone, welcome to the Planet K2 Performance Fix podcast. Today we're on episode two of our confidence series and I'm joined by Chris Shambrick. Chris, how are you? I'm very well, thank you, Adam. Looking forward to doing this second episode and building on the first one that we teased people with a while ago. Fantastic. So today's um, episode is all about confidence building mindset and building simple habits. But I thought before we start, it'd be really useful just to have a recap of the first episode. So if you could just provide some information to listeners, that'd be great. Yeah, great. Well, certainly, yeah, everyone can go back and re-listen to that. But the headlines of that were there's a couple of questions that are very useful to ask on a regular basis and answer on a regular basis. And if you do, you're probably going to end up with some pretty consistent confidence. First question is, how confident am I that by being myself today, it will be enough for me to achieve what I want? Um, so answering that question uh, very positively means that you've, you're really understanding your strengths, you understand the, the, the foundation of your confidence and you've spent the time to build that up. The other question is how confident am I that I will do what I say I'm going to do? And again, if we know that we will turn our intentions into action, that's a really important part of uh, a confidence uh, recipe. So uh, the two questions together when used consistently and when you're making sure you're putting the answers in place so that you can say 100% yes to each of those, then you know that, that puts you in a very strong position. So very practical, um, but the other episodes are going to bring some more detail onto, onto that foundation. Brilliant. So I know in, in terms of confidence building and, and this mindset, there, there's certain attitudes towards um, that people hold towards confidence. What are some of those typical attitudes that you see towards confidence? There, there's, there's, a, there's a couple of ones that I want to talk to you about. And I, and I think to help get the first attitude out in the open, let me just ask you a couple of questions. So um, as I am duty bound to do as a psychologist, I'm going to use a scale of one to 10, 10 being incredibly important, one being not at all important. Um, so on, on that scale of one to 10, how important is confidence to you uh, on a daily basis for you being able to perform effectively in your job? Oh, um, I would say about an eight to nine. Yes. Okay. So pretty high. Yeah. Um, uh, so that's interesting. That's a good starting point. So if we look back over the last four weeks or so, and we use another one to 10 scale where one is not at all and 10 is lots, um, how much uh, have you been working on making sure your confidence is in good shape? Um, over the last four weeks, uh, I would say maybe a four or five. Okay, four or five. So instantly mismatch. So it's important eight, but only working on it four or five. And that's pretty typical to what we see. People will say it's important, but they're not working on it. Um, and so straight away you're thinking, okay, well, that represents there's not the most helpful attitude towards confidence. So typically people will end up um, waiting for the confidence to sort of become suboptimal before they start doing something about it. And, you know, given it's so important, waiting for something to become broken before you fix it seems daft. It, you know, it's a little bit like a marathon runner waiting to sort of not be able to run very efficiently at their normal pace before they decide to do a bit more training. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's that kind of that kind of process. Um, Another couple of questions as well, just to sort of help understand some of the typical attitude towards confidence. So let's say for the last few weeks, you have been doing amazingly. Your confidence is sky high, probably the highest that it's ever been. Um, how are you going to feel about sharing with people how confident you are and how amazingly things have been going and how confident you're feeling for what's about to happen next as well? Um, I would say pretty high. 
pretty high. Yeah, I'd be pretty confident in terms of sort of sharing with others and talking to them. Yeah, I would say pretty high. And and if there was any concerns in your mind about how that might be received by you sharing that, what what would be the stuff going on in your thinking in terms of just you know what I need to be careful of because I'm feeling very confident? What would you be concerned of? And then the the only thing that would come into my mind is is coming across as as arrogant in some ways um people thinking that you know i'm overconfident even though for me that's you know allowing me to perform to a high level and i want to show others you know what i do and, and how i contribute to that for my own confidence so yeah, yeah absolutely for me my yeah. worry yeah and and and, that, and, and people will, will, will always talk about that sort of saying look if i am really confident i'm not sure what i should do with it because i don't want to come across as arrogant so even though it's this important thing you know, there is actually a little bit of reticence about sharing it. And and and, and what about what uh, you know, in your work, I guess, and, and, and from other things that you've done as well, I'd be interested for your thoughts. If someone's lost confidence and it is real kind of at rock bottom, um, how able are they to share that with other people? I would say not. Um, well, yeah, they wouldn't. They'd mostly struggle yeah. um, because they have impact their emotions and their behaviours. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I think sharing would be limited. Yeah, and how and what what do you think their perception is of how they're going to be received by sharing that if yeah, they do? Pretty negative. I think they would they would worry a lot about how people are going to um, sort of judge them or view them most probably. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's again really interesting. So confidence is really important. If we've got lots of it, we may be a bit reticent to share it because we don't want to be perceived as arrogant. But if we ha if we're losing it, we don't want to share that because we don't want to be perceived as being weak. So it's a, it's a really important topic, but people have kind of taught themselves through their attitude towards it that we're not allowed to talk about it. Mm -hmm. So so attitude-wise, that that's really interesting that it's this really powerful thing, but it becomes a very personal struggle rather than something that collectively that we're learning to manage and benefit from. Um, so the attitude towards it is, I have to look after it. It's mine. I can't bring other people in on the deal. Um, but also, if someone asks you to help them, chances are you probably would help them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so we, we, we have this kind of strange attitude towards it where it's important, but we're not quite able to be comfortable with the, the, the relationship that we have and certainly not owning it with other people. So um, so that, that those are the sort of key attitudes that I tend to see coming up that we can, you know, hopefully sort of do something pretty quickly to, to stop people um, carrying on with that attitude and then start to think about a different mindset. Mm -hmm. uh, what is the, the downside um, of that typical mindset? I, I think the downside is that it really stops you fully learning and engaging with your confidence and really sort of understanding what influences it, um, you know, because you're constantly react, uh, you're waiting to react to sort of changes and sort of hope that it goes up and then sort of hope that it doesn't go down. You're kind of you're experiencing your confidence. Um, so the downside is, is that it, it, it becomes something that is a little bit not fully understood and um certainly not shared with other people so i think it's in you know interesting um that you know we we get this uh lack of control over confidence as a result of it that's one of the big downsides we don't feel like we're in control of it so i guess, I guess people are really interested in uh, in terms of the habits um in terms of building this mindset so what kind of habits do you think start to become useful once once the attitude changes and you're starting to think right confidence is important to me so i'm going to act like it um it's a lot easier to follow through with some of the habits that it will build a much more robust level of confidence so 
if confidence is important to me, what does that look like? It looks like I regularly check in with the things that are going well for me and the things that I've said I'm going to do and followed through and delivered on. I make sure that I give myself that feedback loop that's that's closed. I said I was going to do this. I did it. It went this well. This is the result. So I'll do a really good job of confirming where I've turned intention into action. Um, I will probably be making sure I'm updating my list of successes or my sort of my my reservoir, my bank of information of things that I do well, strengths that I've got, performance moments that I've been proud of. I'll probably be updating that regularly just to keep my mind tuned into the things that uh, allow me to reflect and reinforce the confidence building ingredients that are present in them. Um, I think as well what you start to see, certainly in t- with teams that we work with, people will start Uh, asking for specific support because they know that when someone is supporting them in developing a certain skill or or working on a strength or combating something they're worried about, they see that they get an added benefit of collectively working on confidence. So they start to get the confidence out in the open a bit more. Uh, And and as a result, you, you end up getting much more consistent levels of confidence. But if there are changes, if you get a drop, you can notice it quicker and do something about it with more confidence, funnily enough. Um, But if you get an increase in confidence as well, you're more likely to notice that, want to understand how that's happened, what particular thing made the change, uh, and and you'll record that and become much more aware of it, and you'll probably share it. So those kind of things change from a habit perspective, both in terms of practices you do, but how you actually share the information that you're learning about your confidence. And do those habits, would you say they start to sort of change people's thoughts and emotions in terms of the way that they, they think towards their confidence and also feel? Uh, definitely, because because the confidence then becomes something that you are much more in control of. So you fear it, you fear the disappearance of it far less. Hmm. Um, and I think, you know, a lot of people that, that they are worried about losing confidence, but doing these habits and having the consistent, regular, steady state confidence building activities, you you get into a much healthier situation where you're understanding your confidence you're interested about what you might be able to do next to consolidate it or add to it it's just a much more proactive relationship with the confidence Mm. Um, and and also i think you can become much more aware of key people who give you confidence or, or help to sort of solidify the confidence that's there but also you've you start recognizing people who make it more challenging for you to keep your confidence level high as well so you you just start to get much more open and honest and less judgmental you're not thinking i shouldn't lose my confidence because of that person or how come i can only be confident when i'm talking to them you start being aware of how you might translate some of the helpful stuff that you find with certain people into the situations where you're with other people where the confidence doesn't come so quickly so it's just i I think it's the the fear goes and, and as a result confidence is higher but also um, more stable. Well, brilliant, Chris. It's been, um, I mean, so much to, to sort of take away. And it's definitely got me thinking in terms of different things that I can start working on for my confidence. And I'm sure um, listeners as well will be able to take some really um, great information away. And it's uh, been brilliant to be able to discuss the different typical attitudes that we see. But also for me, I think that the greatest and the most important part has been the habits. Um, so I, I don't have anything else to ask. And the reason I love these podcasts, they're short, they're sweet, they're applied and they're practical. Um, anything else you'd like to add, Chris? 
just really that you know we, we've got lots of stuff on the performance room which will help with some of this kind of stuff we're, we're building in the next episode towards you know the next layer of the confidence story as well so you know little by little layer by layer we'll build it up so that you've got a really really strong relationship with your confidence and and you're really looking forward to finding out how high it can get and how stable it can get brilliant well chris thank you for your time pleasure no problem at all i loved it awesome and uh, thank you to everyone for listening and hopefully um we'll be back in the next few weeks with episode three of our confidence series podcast